one of the best detectives on the Pacific coast, prompt, vigilant, and firm, always sober, reticent in his business affairs, knew no fear of danger, confided into the fullest extent of his employers, and generally esteemed by all who have the pleasure of his acquaintance. That is a description of a man known today as the Sherlock Holmes of the Wild West. In this episode of Ricky's Historical Tidbits, I will tell you all about James Hume. This is Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast, and this is Ricky Mortensen. James Hume, known as Jim to his friends, was a career law and order kind of man. Born in 1827, James started life in New York, but by his early 20s, he and his brother made their way to California to strike it rich, just like everybody else. But of course, he didn't do all that fantastic. He ran a small store on the side to make ends meet, but continued panning and mining for a few more years. Soon, Mr. Hume got a job as a tax collector. He did that for a little while, but soon moved on to be a marshal for the city of Placerville in 1862. He was really good at that, and so he was appointed to undersheriff of El Dorado County, California. Now, at this point in 1864, I have to pause and tell you about the Bullion Bend robbery, because this was one of the first of many big moments in Humes's career. First, some things to know. The Civil War is going on, kind of at the height of it, really. Uh, California was being designated as a free state, but that was only to keep the gold mining somewhat fair. California was just as divided over the Civil War as the whole country was. NorCal was pretty much pro-Union, and SoCal was pretty much pro-Confederate. Check out my episode, Keep Bigler Blue, to learn more about that. Well, a group formed under a man known as Captain Ingram. He was from Missouri, a Confederate captain who was in Mexico, heading up to California where he met a farmer from San Jose, who was on his way to fight for the Confederates. They decided to join up and recruit willing men for the Southern cause. They organized in Santa Clara, getting most of their men from the Knights of the Golden Circle, which was similar to the Ku Klux Klan. They started robbing stagecoaches for the money on board to help fund the war, moving their way up north to the city of Placerville. Uh, 14 miles east of there is where this story continues. At the end of June, late at night, two stages were heading down the road. They were coming from Virginia City over Nevada. Six of the Ingram Rangers stopped the first stage, they were all armed, and ordered the driver to hand over the treasure box. There wasn't one, so they took the bouillon that was in the bags instead. Then they asked for donations from the passengers for the Confederate cause. And then they moved to the next coach, which had a treasure box and some more bags of gold. Captain Ingram then gave the driver a receipt that said that Wells Fargo had donated the money for the Civil War cause. After this, the men made their way to a place called the Somerset House, while the stagecoaches went to Placerville to tell the sheriff. At this time, the sheriff was William Rogers. Under Sheriff Hume was not in town. So at two in the morning, the sheriff made a posse and headed to find the Ingram Rangers. As they made their way down, the group split. Three men led by Deputy Staples, and then Sheriff Rogers went different ways. Sheriff Rogers caught two men who ended up being innocent. Deputy Staples and his men went to the Somerset House, splitting once again, sending one off to either get reinforcements or to try a different trail. 
Staples went around back while Constable Ranny went in and saw the rangers were all there. He played it cool and pretended not to know anything and visited a while and made his way back. Probably figuring that this was too many men for the two of them to take on, but Staples didn't think so and ran in yelling, You are my prisoners! Surrender! As soon as those words were uttered, the shots began flying. One man was shot, and Staples was gunned down himself. Constable Ranny got hit also, and seeing five against one, he made a run for it. Uh, but the rangers chased after him anyway, firing some more and eventually capturing him and taking him back into the house, where they threatened to kill him uh, as well. One bandit spoke up to let him go, because he was dying from the shot he just took in the chest anyway, and so they agreed, they robbed him, and they made their way out the door with the last man, kicking Staples' body, and then spitting off on his corpse. This man is Thomas Poole. He was one of the Ingram Rangers at the Somerset House, and he was the man that was shot by Deputy Staples, and then returned fire, killing Deputy Staples. After deciding to leave Constable Ranny to die from his wounds, the group left, but also left Mr. Poole to die as well from his wounds, but he survived. The next day, Under Sheriff Hume returned to Placerville and heard the news. He grabbed a doctor and went to the Somerset House to try and save Constable Ranny. While there, he saw that his good friend Deputy Staples had been killed, and he made it his mission, right then, to get the guys responsible. The bandit, who had been shot, left for dead, but survived, told Hume that they were going to San Jose. So Hume and Constable Van Eaton left for San Jose. Before they got there, though, the Ingram Rangers had found a new place to hide out, the Hill Ranch. But Mr. Hill found out that they were planning to rob a quicksilver mine nearby and went to Sheriff of San Jose, Sheriff Adams. Soon, another shootout would happen, this time no deaths of officers, but Sheriff Adams did get shot in the chest while a deputy was shot in the leg twice. Two of the Ingram Rangers were shot down and killed, and another was arrested. Captain Ingram and his farmer friend were able to escape, never to be heard from or seen again. Hume and Van Eaton got to San Jose after this, and they were able to arrest ten co-conspirators, men who were part of the Ingram Rangers. They got put on a riverboat and sent up to Sacramento. Many of the men got put in jail, and that guy who was shot, left for dead, and survived, and then got arrested, Thomas Poole, well... He had a ton of priors and even was the former sheriff of Monterey, so he was sentenced to death. Well, this was one of the first of many big cases that Hume was a part of. Soon after this, he was elected sheriff himself, and a few years later, he was mostly known for his involvement in tracking down stagecoach robbers, and was hired by Wells Fargo to be the chief special officer since they were getting robbed left and right. But before he could do any of that, he was sent down to be the acting warden at the Nevada State Prison because there was a riot and escape where the warden almost got killed. While the warden recovered, which took about a year, Hume ran that prison. After that, he went back to Wells Fargo where he worked for them from then on. While working for them, he practically invented detective work. He tracked footprints and went to each crime scene to look for clues. Until then, the thing was like I told you earlier, send out a posse and get into a shootout. Mr. Hume was a professional, carrying a mug book that had descriptions of all the known bandits around. 
Then, in 1885, he and another guy came up with a book that had all the info and descriptions of 347 stage and train robberies, and also 205 convicted bandits. This was a big deal in the law enforcement community. James Hume is forever known in the city of Placerville as Sheriff Hume. Placerville was his home, even when he lived in other places. It's where he got his start. He was a gold miner, a shop owner, a tax collector, a volunteer fireman, a marshal, the chief of police, the undersheriff, and the sheriff, a warden, and a chief special officer for Wells Fargo. He caught and helped catch hundreds of bandits, even going as far as Chicago. His main claim to fame, though, is something I didn't mention because I'll tell you that story another time. He was the man who tracked down and eventually caught Black Bart. On Main Street in Placerville is Miners on Main, which is a scavenger hunt where at each spot you learn about a person who had some sort of impact on the city of Placerville. Sheriff James Hume is one of those on the list. That's it for this episode. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast. When you go to school and study history, they give you dates, they give you some names, and that's about it. But there's a lot more to California history, and that's where this show comes in. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show, and we hope you were entertained. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and Instagram at busy underscore Ricky. Find us on Facebook at Ricky's Historical Tidbits. Till next time, this is Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast, signing off. Thank you.